Welcome back to the Pitch Pod. I'm your host, Jeff Stebbins. Join with me, as always, my co-host, Joe Janner, who sometimes goes by JJ. How's JJ doing today? I am doing fine. I'm happy to be here as always. As I say, just don't call me late for dinner here. I'm happy to be a part of the Pitch Pod. We're looking forward to this upcoming match, Fulham versus Liverpool, EFL Cup. Yeah. Excited yeah. to hear your perspective, Jeff, and, and see where we go with this conversation. Looking forward to it. But thank you. I'm doing well. Hope you're doing as, as well and looking forward to talking. Yeah, it should be a great match. And and like you said, EFL Cup. And it's at Fulham. This is the second leg. The aggregate is currently sitting at 1-2 to Liverpool's advantage. So there's a lot going on right off the bat. Joe, can you speak to the significance of missing Mo Salah at, for this game? Because obviously Liverpool's not going to have him. And that is a big hole for Klopp to fill. So can you speak a little bit to that right off the bat? Sure. Well, I think it's even worth mentioning. It should be that they played today in league, beating Bournemouth 4-0 away without Salah. So you might go, yes, it's great to have that player. I don't think it's without a question. But the squad that Klopp has to work with, the Liverpool side, is just it's an indicative, indicative of how strong they are and what they have and the, the different talent and all the players that can contribute and score in different and various ways. So, yes, while be missing – I think in this contest, I think that there should be set up to play, be fine. Yeah, I, I think so. And and like what you were saying, Klopp has so many people to work with, even though maybe missing their star player, one of their better attackers and playmakers, you know, guys like Gakpo is are stepping up in their regular play. And they had a big win today, right? 4-0, Nunez stepping up. Uh, they'll still have a solid defense in Virgil van Dijk. So uh, we're, we're not expecting any other major players to be out, are we? Looks like everyone else is good to go. No, in terms of significant players, you have to mention Jota. I mean, really, I think we've talked about even one of the last times we covered a Liverpool match and how much of an impact player he is, and then given the opportunity, just shows up and does what he needs to do. It's like, again, so many players. So, no, it's, it's exciting to see how this will play out. It's a great opportunity for them. I think maybe worth mentioning that for Fulham, it means a little bit more since there's essentially it's about – well. I mean, they're still in the FA Cup, so I don't want to take that away from them. But, I mean, as far as an opportunity for them, Liverpool, probably as excited. I don't think any one club would ever say they're not excited about the opportunity to get silverware in this type of competition, maybe just not as high as a priority for Liverpool side, who's sitting now atop the league and, and probably is set to make a pretty good run at that. So that's one thing to consider. So maybe you have a Fulham side that's in it to win it in this case. I mean, being down – a goal on the aggregate is going to be a challenge mm -hmm, mm -hmm. for them to get what they, done what they need to get done. But you, you have to ask and you have to wonder, is the fact that they are playing at home going to be a little bit of an advantage? Yeah, I would think so. I would think that would be a big advantage. And like you said, it's, it's them that have to step up this match. So uh, I do expect some of their players to come out, be ready to go. William is the one I'm going to be looking at. I think he's, a really dynamic player and he's always able to find the back of the net, but I'm kind of wondering, you know, Fulham played decently uh, their last match, only losing it two one to Liverpool. Um, but they came out in a 
in a kind of an interesting lineup in in formation. They came out in a four two three one, and William he's out on the left hand side there. I'm just kind of curious. You know, they were able to keep Liverpool to two goals, and and they got one themselves at Anfield. So that's that's pretty promising. But as I look at the stats of that match. It's a little bit alarming, um, you know, how much of this did they get lucky and keeping it that close, the score, or how much of it is them just being a solid club defensively. And so as I'm looking at the stats to their first leg match, shots, Liverpool 21, Fulham 6. Shots on target, though, 7 Liverpool, 4 for Fulham. Possession which we know Liverpool is so good at 67% for Liverpool to 33% Fulham. And another significant stat is corners eight for Liverpool. And we know they have Nunez and Van Dyke, right? Threats on the corner versus two to Fulham. So yes, it was a close match, but when you look at some of those stats, that's a bit alarming. And, and so if I was Fulham, I would definitely be, um, trying to limit those shot opportunities and those corners specifically. Um, can you speak a little bit to those stats, Joe? I think it lends itself to, I will say this, with Fulham, they're not a top-tier side in terms of where they sit in the table, you know, in terms of the structure of the club. It's a smaller club in a sense. But I think they, I would put the label on them as a, a side, an organization that does well to get the most out of what they have to work with. Okay. And so, and, and efficiency, and maybe the stat that you mentioned, I was most interested in efficiency. Okay. You got six looks in front of goal, four on target, you put one away. I mean, that's against a side like Liverpool, who, as you suggested, if, if, as much as they possess the balls, their ability to produce and create chances. And then when they do have those opportunities to score, I mean, it's probably a fair result for them. And in a sense that, though, looking forward to this next match it's going to take a lot more it's going to take a little more solid defensively it's probably going to require more time spells of possession that they can then keep liverpool for sure. i mean could it be that that is their primary objective being number one they know they can't afford to have liverpool score any more goals so if they can set up in a way and a means to keep them from scoring get their one to draw a level to get it to extra time to go to penalties i mean yeah it could be all all the above in the sense that that's what it's going to take at a minimum you know could they hold them to one, score three? I don't know. I don't see that. That's the type of side. So it's going to be very much dependent on their efficiency, which is I like that as a label. I think that would be somebody, any level would be happy to hear that they've been uh, dedicated or rather been labeled as. So I think that's something to look forward in this match. How efficient can Fulham continue to be? How can they limit the chances of Liverpool? But Liverpool's tough. Great yeah. form. Yeah, they are. They, they're, they're looking sharp. They're at the top of the table for a reason. And I expect Klopp to, you know, start out the game as he typically does in a 4-3-3 and bringing in Nunez later in the game, get the fresh legs. But like you said, they're they're a tough opponent and Klopp's in-game coaching is is just amazing. So it's going to be tough for Fulham. Uh, but Joe, I, I, I don't know about you. Are we forgetting anything? Or are we ready to dive into predictions? I I have mine, but I'd, I'd prefer you go first on this one. This this is a tough one. I got you. I think that – I mean, I, I see Fulham scoring one goal in this. I mean, you have to look at even – in a sense, 
it's not enough. Even if they were to draw level 1-1, it's just not enough for them to get through. So they have to play to win. It's going to be an open game, which I think that, again, whether it be Liverpool on the road, as they show, they could put up four goals in Bournemouth. Why not go at Fulham and score several goals there? I got Liverpool winning 2-0. Oh, wow. Okay. So better team, better manager, better form. You're going – doesn't matter where they're playing. They're going to win this game 2-0, unquestioned. Uh, that's where I'm – yeah, I'm seeing it there. And, I I mean, there could be other opportunities or other options, but that's where I'm I'm laying on. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I, I agree Liverpool is going to be the team that's going to move forward. But I think this game is going to be a little bit closer, the fact that it is away. They're missing Salah. So I'm going to go with – a 1-1 draw here. But again, like you said, that's not going to be enough for Fulham to move forward. So I think it's going to be a good game, a well-contested game, but Liverpool is going to be moving forward. Good. Looking forward to see how, how it turns out and what that game looks like. And as always, happy to be here on the pitch pod. Absolutely. And, and before we wrap things up, just want to throw out a shout out to JJ he uh, called the draw last prediction. So JJ is officially in the lead of our competition here at the pitch pod, scoring a three points to my nil. Uh, so congrats on that, Joe. And hopefully I, I have a chance to catch up for this match. Yes. Thank you. Appreciate the acknowledgement. Looking forward to the season four competition and how it pans out, but best of luck to everybody. Hope to see you guys soon. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in everyone. And until next time. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. If you like what we bring you here at the Pitch Pod, please do us a favor. Hit that like and that subscribe. Don't forget, we're available on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify. Thank you, everyone, and keep pitching out there. In a game, the round ball, round posts, anything can happen. <laughs>